Kicks it up to the goal line. Throws it across the goal line. Here's Wierenski off the point. Wierenski looks for some open ice. Scores! Matt Calvert! Jackets go up! Two nothing in this series! Matt Calvert as the Jackets jump off the bench! And into a huge bomb in the far corner! Welcome into the Game 3 Preview Edition of the CBJ Frontline Podcast. As always, I'm Adam Collins. You can find me on Twitter at AdamCollinsCN. I'm joined here, as always, by Owen Mayhew, at Owen with an I, Mayhew, on Twitter. We're just going to jump into a little Game 2 recap. Owen, take it away. Um, well, Game 2 recap. Thank you, Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, there were saves that Bob made in the third period where he didn't even know where the puck was. Yeah, that one uh, Seth Jones blocked. Seth Jones made a great play on that one. He blocked that guy out so he could not get in. Yeah. I am a very happy that we have Brandon Dubinsky. I know a lot of other people don't like him. I don't. They don't like his contract. Brandon Dubinsky saved that game for the Blue Jackets, along with Bob, of course. But Brandon Dubinsky played the best penalty kill I've ever seen. Like, And we were on the penalty kill for pretty much the whole uh, third period. The whole period. third period. Oh. Um, why is it that I don't like Boone Jenner again? Oh, 159 left in regulation tie game. What's he get? A slashing penalty. T- take your time. Rant. Yeah, well, why is Boone Jenner on the ice with two minutes left in the game? I don't think Boone Jenner is going to go score a goal for us. Yeah, Owen actually told me offline he'd rather Marcus Hanekainen play no, than Boone no, no, Jenner. No, 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 I'd, I'd not have Marcus Hanekainen on an NHL roster. Well, speaking on Bob, 54 saves on 58 shots for a 93% save percentage. That's um, outstanding. That's outstanding, but let's try to keep it under 60 shots next game. Yeah, Ovi had 10 shots. That's not... No, that's not ideal. You can't have the best goal scorer in the world have 10 shots on net. Carlson had six shots. Uh, Oshie had six shots. You can't, can't have, have that. that. I mean, to me, the penalties... Kuznets the, off eight shots. These these are world-class players, and you can't have that. Um, now, I understand they're on the power play most of the game, but the refs in the playoffs are calling very lenient penalties, like... Penalties that, to me, wouldn't be called in other games. I don't understand it. Um, obviously, you have penalties that are obvious penalties, but the goaltender interference penalties that the Jackets are getting are comical. Yeah, they called another one on Felino. That Pierre-Luc Dubois penalty is oh the my worst gosh. penalty I have ever seen called, ever. That was hor- He was at the top of the crease, and Dubois was had nowhere to go because the Caps guy was right there. I'm, it's no Nothing against Rimmer, but I was watching the NBC pop, like stream of it and they said that what else is Pierre supposed to do exactly like he he didn't run into Holtby intentionally he got pushed in I forget who the defenseman was but he's playing the puck towards the goal it was a terrible call he has nowhere else to go so we're going to jump into our Twitter questions because we have quite a few um Hogs asks how can we keep the Capitals off the power play just stop taking stupid penalties. Stop. And you know, you can't really keep a team. Like, it's just smart hockey. You, you have to play smart hockey. You can't do what Boone Jenner did with a minute 59 left. You can't have the Zach Wierenski flip out of the defensive zone. You can't have that penalty. Obviously, earlier in the game, there's a couple penalties we didn't agree with. But there in the third period, I would say those were all yeah, pretty I much. I mean, it's, it's a clear call. Like, Boone Jenner smashed the stick in half like where where clearly threw it the, out of the yeah it's, lazily just dumped it out out of play i mean the capitals have the same issue with the dumb penalties and they 
if you listen to them talk about that, John Carlson said that too, and he got asked the question, well, how do you stop taking penalties like that? It's not retaliation. It's just stupid hockey. And we're lucky that the Caps are playing stupid hockey, but we're playing almost to their level. We're playing dumber hockey yeah. almost and getting lucky. We should not have won that game. No. No, we shouldn't have, but we'll take it. Next question comes from Jordan Sampson. He says, I have a garden faucet that has really started leaking badly. Should I attempt to tighten the packing nut or just replace the entire thing? Uh, Jordan, I would get some flex seal on that thing. I think that would really help it. Flex tape is not a bad option yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next question comes from Starchild. Do you expect Bob to keep up the amazing play? Um, I do because that game was a confidence booster. Uh, I don't want him to have to make 54 saves every game. I'd like to keep it around 30 yeah. shots. And it's funny to say this, but like I think if we have relatively 24 to 28 shots on Braden Holpe the next couple games, that's ideal because if we score four goals on 24 shots, Holpe's not going to get his confidence. I don't want Holpe to have a game like Bob just had. I agree. Uh, if you didn't know, Holpe is starting tonight. Uh, hasn't played his best hockey coming into the postseason. I believe his save percentage around like 87%. Yeah, it's not very good, and I understand why they're starting Holtby. I still don't think Grubauer did a bad job. Like, the Jackets' goals weren't like, oh, wow, what is the goaltender doing? No. Like, he, most of them were rebounds or just... like A couple of them right over his shoulder where he's in great he position. There's nothing he can do. Yeah, he can't see. Um I'm really happy they're starting Holtby because he let in what? He had what? Six, six shots? Shot. And he, he let in the goal? seventh. He let in the seventh. Oh, okay. On a one-handed Matt Calvert goal. I think Bob had six shots just in overtime alone. <laughs> Maybe the first two minutes of overtime. All right, next question comes from Abe Froman. He asks, how many goaltender interference calls will go against CBJ tonight? Over or under? I want to say zero. I really do. I'd say the over-under set at a half. 1.5. <laughs> I, I don't think they should call that unless it's actually goaltender interference. What is the only one that Cam got? Like, we had two last game, right? Yeah, I thought Felino got the first one again. I don't know. That I don't. I haven't agreed with any of them yet. Right. I don't think you can call goaltender interference unless it's clear and like. Oh wait. So the one call that I'm remembering that they didn't call was. TJ Oshie's goaltender interference in the first game that they scored on. Right. None of ours have caused a goal or anything. Well, actually, the Cam, like, Panarin scored on it, but then they called oh, Cam. Oh, that one. Was, okay, so we had three last game. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like, maybe Cam's was a yeah, little I question. Yeah, I could see Cam. He got shoved. He could have stopped. He kind of... If the defenseman shoves the offensive player into the goalie, that's not... Offense, like that's it not goaltender interference on our goal. guy. They should have just right. wrestled it. It's the defenseman's fault for shoving him into the goalie. Yeah. So next question comes from Mason Louise. He asks thoughts on Ovi's comments. If you didn't hear, Ovi said that he's they're winning game three and four, going back to Washington, tied two two. Um, I mean, he is the captain for the opposing team, so I guess like he's supposed to have these comments. If we're in the same position, what do you expect right, Nick right. Foligno to say? Nope, we're going to get slacked tonight. Yeah, like, the Capitals just come into our building and just beat the crap out of us. Like, the Capitals obviously need to win the next game. If they don't win the next game, it's pretty evident that the, the series is over. Unless you're the San Jose Sharks a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind Ovi's comments because, like, 
I don't think our locker room is going to be like, oh, wow, that scares us. Like, no, that's not going to happen. He has to say that. Yeah. I'd, if we were in the position, I'd want our guys saying that. You don't mm-hmm. want them saying it's over. Daniel Parmley asks a very detailed question. That's a very good question. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he basically asks if we should mix up our D-lines. Um, I don't think so. I really like that Cole and Savard are together. Uh, just the brother line out there. I like that Nudie and Murray play well together because you have those defensive D-lines out there and you can put those two out there like Savard and Cole against their offensive lines and then maybe take advantage of their slower lines while putting Nudie and Murray out there. By the way, Murray played fantastic last game. Murray has been playing good ever since he came back from that He worked re- extremely hard on the penalty kill. Definitely. I don't. I really don't think we should change it up. I think it's rolling. I don't know why we would change right. it. Right. You're not going to change Seth and, and Zach. I mean, they're essentially the same players. Yeah. And, yeah, we're not going to change that. Wierenski led the Jackets last game with five shots on goal. I think had a, he had a rough game one, but he played really good yeah, last game. Yeah, I mean, he made that one mistake, but he he actually made two mistakes because um, it, I think it was the first period, Kuznetsov, or he passed it right to Ovi. Yeah. And he just oh we walked right in thank god no, for wasn't Bob. That, that was the third period i don't i don't remember but there yeah, were a couple was... defensive mistakes that wernski made but he recovers um also another thing to touch on let's try not to leave Ovi wide open in his little circle back door well see that's a difficult issue because you saw what happens when you don't leave him open tj oshi got open in front right. of the net and you can't prevent those goals you he can only prevent the, the power play, play. you can't Back to Zach Wierenski for a second. That kid is like the weirdest hockey player I've ever seen. He is so casual with his skating stride. Like, he's a great skater. He's a great puck mover. He's just so casual with everything. Even when he scored that goal to take the lead, he showed no facial expression whatsoever. He reminds me of Terrell Pryor when he used to be quarterback for Ohio State. He just stride along. Didn't look like he was trying, but he was blowing by everyone. And Wierenski's a fast skater, yeah. but he, he just looks like he's not putting any effort in. And he's just deking guys out it's left crazy. and right. Seth Jones doesn't show much emotion either until he scores. Right. He does. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bothered by it. I just think it's funny. Now we're going to touch on our keys to game three. I'm going to start off number one, stay out of the box. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest key. Uh, my, one of my keys is to get on Holpe right away. He's going to be a little flustered to start the Score game. Score first. I, not necessarily. I You're just right. I want to make him make saves. I'm okay with playing from behind. It's worked the first two games. I just want to see Holpe have to make saves. I don't care. Like, um, It's sort of like the middle of the season where we were struggling to get shots, and then all of a sudden we're putting up 50 shots three games in a row, right? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to see that. Like, just Even if you're dumping the puck in, just throw it on net, see what happens. Uh, third key would definitely be don't let Ovi get 10 shots. Don't let Kuznetsov get eight shots. Yeah, you got to keep those shots. I mean, they did an okay job of keeping those shots to the outside. But like like we talked about, Bob's making saves that he doesn't even know he's making. Exactly. And it, he's not always going to make those saves. We realistically could have lost that game by like three or four goals. Oh, easily. Just got one more Twitter question um, from Arch City Dental. Do you expect Sonny Milano to see any more t- playing time with Wenberg still out? I don't really expect him to see the ice much. I want him to. I think he could prov- like provide some good speed for us. And uh, 
you know, game three, they traveled. It's going to be – guys are going to be tired. And I could see that Milano would get some ice time, but I don't expect him to. Uh, I can see if you set the over-under at like three minutes and 30 seconds like he was last game, I could see him on the ice a little more than that. Maybe like five minutes. From what I heard, he doesn't match up the best against the Capitals because they're a very physical team. They're he, physical and they're big. If we make it to the next round and say Pittsburgh does too, I think you'll see more Sunny because that's more of a fast-paced game. And if the Jackets are on the power play more, I could see Sonny out there. He's on that second power yeah. play line, yeah. All right, and finally, we are going to give our game score predictions for tonight. I'm going to say Blue Jackets 3, Capitals 2, not in overtime. We don't need to have any more heart attacks. Yeah, I. to me, I think the Capitals are going to come out really strong. Oh, he's going to be that guy. <laughs> I just... I would love the Blue Jackets to take a 3-0 series lead, and I think it's important that they do because we've never had this. We need to close out a series. We've never had to do that before. Um, if you want my realistic opinion, I'm going to say that the Capitals are going to win this game. Um, <laughs> don't come at me because I'm rooting for the Blue Jackets. At him, Owen Mayhew. I'd love to see the Jackets win 4 to nothing. I don't think it happens. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, realistically, I see Capitals 3-4-1. to one. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Come at him on Twitter, at Owen Mayhew with an I. That'll do it for this edition of the CBJ Frontline Podcast.